A podcast network. I'm Myra Flynn, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Black National Studios in Missoula, Montana on January 24th, 2019 with our musical guest, Caroline Keys. Hi, Andras. <laughs> and now joining us in the studio... Uh, I guess kind of my co-producer on this series of Radio 8 Ball episodes, a man who I've, who's been a guest on Radio 8 Ball many times. If you followed Radio 8 Ball, you already know who he is and are probably a fan of his. We've also toured, we've made records, we have we've done so much. We've done so much. Welcome to we're Radio 8 ba- Ball. We're in a, a band. Oh yeah, Beer Pressure. Beer Pressure. Well, <laughs> you hear his voice, you know who he is. Chris Sand, Sandman the Rappin' Cowboy. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Thank you. Good to be here. Hey, everybody. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, this is your, this is your town. You brought me, you, you brought me here to, to do this, to share your friends and your scene with me. And I don't know if you heard the earlier segment, but I've been on the way here wrestling with this crazy synchronicity of this kid in, uh, in the MAGA hat and on the, on the Capitol Mall getting into a confrontation with Native uh, with a Native American elder, kid who has your name. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have his. You had the name longer, so he has your name. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was, you know, I I've, I was wrestling with the synchronicity of that because you are such a you know a person. Of, you're the exact opposite of that in everything I know you. And you well, know. we were both raised Catholic. Means that is the one thing you have in common. We're both yeah. white. Well, you do have that in common. We're both uh, privileged. See, this is you're you're immediately finding solidarity with this this punk kid. Okay, so he's we're both punks. Yeah. <laughs> Are you antagonistic? Do you, when was the last time you were antagonistic to a Native American elder? Oh, good question. I don't remember. When was the last time that you blamed being antagonistic to a Native American elder on protesting African Americans? Yeah, that's a that's a wing dinger. Yeah, that's you know. I mean, he could grow up to be a Supreme Court justice, but other than that, oh. polite society is gonna generally is gonna probably frown on that. So mm. it's unfortunate that that happened to that one kid. But it's uh, anyway. It's it's been it's been troubling me. Has it been troubling you? Y- yeah, I mean, I guess what troubled me is well, at first it was 
was very disturbing the way it was spun in the news. Um, perhaps it was most accurate when it was first spun, but upon further review, of course, everyone saw that when they got the larger picture, they saw that he wasn't, um, you know, he got a little scapegoated in the whole picture. Uh, nevertheless, it's really hard to ignore that smug look. Uh, I don't know what's true. I, you know, I, I don't know what's true. I do know it look it looks really racist, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about well, it. Well, I, I, I don't. That, that's you've said. It. All yeah. you need to say on it. Okay. I made a whole point of uh, that's why I'm that's why I'm here mm-hmm. to to go yeah. ding 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 and point out these things. Right. But uh, but you don't have to. What I really loved you to do actually yeah. is tell us a little bit about the, you. You picked our guest, our musical guests for the show yeah. for the for the series in in Missoula, mm. and the first of them is Caroline Keys. Yeah. And I want to. I want you to introduce me to this person and introduce us to this person. Tell us why she was the first person you thought of who should be on Radio Eight Ball in Missoula. Uh, Caroline's just a force of nature, um, in a town that can have a lot of gloom. She's a ray of sunshine. Uh, yeah, we've just been buddies for many years, and uh, walking partners. And uh, we've walking part. You mean you do a walk we'll, for walks we'll, together? We'll go on walks. Cool. Um, We've toured together. She's uh, harmonized behind me and played banjo uh, and other instruments behind my songs. And uh, she was voted uh, Musician of the Year last year by the Missoula Independent, which is now defunct. But for many years, it was our main. When they were funked for all, while they were still funked, (laughs) they dug some Caroline Keys. They sure did. And was that the first? I mean, the year before that, were you also Musician of the Year? I know Jeff Medley's had a run of like eight years as oh, best actor, oh, yeah, but like it feels like you've been in there somehow. At least best band, some of your bands have been. Probably, yeah. 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 So you are an award-winning singer-songwriter. You can yeah. you can put that on your posters. You wouldn't because you're make uh, listeners can't see <laughs> the the sort of pained <laughs> face, yeah. pained and embarrassed face that yeah. she's making. Yeah. But you know you got to let those out. You got to. Let those accolades, you know, you don't get them all the time. Some of us never get them. Well, oh. the deal is, what Caroline knows is that there's a lot of brilliant musicians in this town. Ah. And, uh, but there's just something about Caroline that um, brightens people, people's minds. And if they're going to be voting, they're going to think about her just because whether or not she is the, in quotes, best musician, she's a great musician who... Uh, enlivens the town, and that's very meaningful to people. So they're gonna they're gonna give her the vote, even if someone else might be more technically proficient or whatnot. Got it. Yeah. And she is technical. She plays a lot of different instruments and is an amazing harmonizer. Well, that's why I'm. I'm we got a little taste of that, and we're going to be getting more of a taste of that. And speaking of that, you know, Sam, and you're going to be on this episode. You're going to be on the Ermina Herald episode that we tape tomorrow, which is going to be coming out for those of you listening next week. And then we're rounding out this. You're going to be performing in the same room, doing a tribute with your band to Beat Happening and Calvin Johnson. And, and Brett Lunsford. Yeah. 
uh, who was also in Beat Happening. Who was also in Beat And Happening. also Heather was in Beat Happening, but I don't know her personally, but I know the other two. Right. So, which, and we're from, they're from Olympia. We met in Olympia. So basically the thing I'm saying is you're going to have plenty of time on the show. So let's just get to your question. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. <clears throat> well, basically, how does one, you know, speaking of Caroline, you know, someone who somehow has unlocked people's hearts in this town. Uh, that question has been asked. How, how, do, how do we unlock the heart of Olympia? Yeah, I did ask that on, yeah. one, on the show where you were on. That's right. Yeah, where you were a guest. Yeah. This is similar, but Missoula has something in it that's pretty unique, and that's soul. Uh, and I'm talking literally. The word Missoula has the word soul, S-O-U-L. Embedded. I don't know of any other cities with that name. Um, and I love soul. I love soul music. Uh, Missoula's not uh, not a very African American influenced town at all. But we have soul. We have what is our soul? Uh, so what? My specific question is: How do we unveil the soul of Missoula so that we can blossom? in our best, best way. Okay. How do we unveil yeah. the soul of Missoula so we can blossom in the best way? Yeah. As Missoulans, or if you're, you're, you're asking a question for Missoulans. Yeah. And I guess since I get to be here, I get to be mm-hmm. an honorary Missoulan in the in the exploration of this. Is it Missoulian? Is that how we say it? Missoulian. Missoulian, sorry. Mizzoulian. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, now to engage the pop oracle. You get to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 wheel of eight. Spin. Song number six, which is Mean to Stay.
what's left of your mean to stay with a little bit of me making noise at the end of it i got i just was so moved i fell over oh. <laughs> that gibson hartwell on the pedestal do that to yeah you. <laughs> so that was mean to stay the answer to chris sand's question uh, how can we you say we unveil the soul of missoula yeah yeah well i have some ideas ideas about that but caroline you want to tell us a bit uh, a little bit about the background of that song and maybe offer your ideas yeah well that big sigh was um kind of because i can't believe that song got picked for for <laughs> a question specifically about missoula um so on, on the 10th anniversary of moving to missoula i locked myself in the bel-air motel and decided i would write 10 songs about my 10 years in missoula and instead of writing 10 songs, I got one. Mm -hmm. And that was that was that one. Wow. Um, so that was about living in Missoula. Yeah. yeah. And I am of two minds when thinking about that response to your question, Chris. Um, mm. um, well, first of all, I have to say, you know, that that song kind of clearly comes from like a mixed feelings um, sort of place. And um, and I feel like specifically, I don't know, I read a book this year that made me feel really differently about that song and about a lot of different things in my life. I don't know if y'all have read, um, Heavy by Kiaze Lehman. Mm. Um, he is an amazing writer from Mississippi and I highly, highly recommend his book. Um, but I feel like, uh, I just, that song 
in that song, like, there's not a ton of agency. Like, it feels like things are happening to the narrator in that song. And I just feel like um, I'm understanding a lot more about how much agency I have and we all have uh, in what happens in our lives. And, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know if I have anything more to say, but, and I want to give you guys space for your thoughts about the connections. Okay. Song and that question. Well, Sandman. Yes. Well, um, yeah, I was very moved by that song. Tears came to my eyes. Uh, to me, it just, it all of a sudden became very personal because I've been wanting to leave Missoula since I moved here. <laughs> it's only this last year that I've been starting to find my legs. I mean, I was conceived here 48 years ago. So you found your legs in a way. Yeah. I, in a way you I, found your legs I here. grew my legs yeah. and my tail, which I then lost and then mm -hmm. found my arms. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, yeah, so I have a long history. I grew up 50 miles north of here, so Missoula is always the big, cool city to me. I came to college here, um, but then I made a decision that I just didn't like Missoula anymore. I don't know why. Um, due to a marriage and having a baby, I ended up back in Missoula somehow. I don't know how, but it just kind of happened. And, um, and it was good. It was good, but then went through a divorce, and that's kind of when Carolina, Caroline and I became, you know, during our walks, she was also going through a divorce, so we would chat about, you know, painful situations and new songs that were springing from the emotions. Um, and I wanted to leave so bad, but now I, have, now I had a, a child that I couldn't leave, so that spoke to me a lot. What does it mean to stay when, when you can't... Wait, how's it go again? Mm -hmm. Um, what does it mean to stay when you did not mean to stay? Right, right. And how that could relate to unveiling the soul of Missoula. Well, there's just something about sticking past your comfort point. Like if you, sometimes uh, there's surprises that are, 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 are waiting, um, some magic. Um, I recently got a tarot reading from my friend Bonnie, who's going to be on on my upcoming show. And um, she created this interesting tarot where you just pick one of... It's complicated. But anyway, the one I picked was the I am a black cloud um, hanging over a city that's full of creativity but just can't unleash that creativity. And that's how it feels. I feel like I have these hundreds of songs that I can't get down on record and they just keep coming but I can only get through finish a half or I finish the whole thing but I I never learn it and I'm just a little frustrated I want to be touring I want to be putting out records I want to write a book and I instead I just stay and just keep accumulating more and more uh, moisture and uh, I guess I'm gonna learn I'm gonna grow into this answer what does it mean to stay um, yeah what's your thoughts Andros well, I have a few thoughts okay. about this. So, <clears throat> and it actually kind of ties in with my question, which I don't know if you heard, was about how I could, in 
dealing with like and recognize the synchronicity of the Sandman controversy, but also how, just how can I be a be a good ally and friend to you the way you've been to me? And so just going back to my reading, I was like, oh, well, I have this madhouse and I'm inviting you into it. Like, come into my madhouse where we have all these levels, multi-leveled conversations mm. and hang out with me and see what kind of monster that's made me. Uh, not all monsters are bad. <laughs> they're just uh, they're just unique mm. and often misinterpreted. Mm. Uh, and so when I heard mean to stay, the first thing I thought was because I'm from Olympia. You got to be mean to stay <laughs> in Olympia. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I, it made me think because, and I'm glad you because th- even before you said the tarot, I was thinking of like, oh, okay, what's well, kind of like the cruelty card in the tarot. And when you get the cruelty card in the tarot, it's not about being a jerk, but it's about being willing to make the cruel cut that needs to be made to have a strong boundary to say the thing that maybe doesn't, someone doesn't want to hear, but it's the thing that needs to be said. And, you know, I just know, I know that you're not a saint, but you also have a, you are very, you're a very thoughtful, compassionate person. And I know that you're also you have the capacity to dig into your sandpan nature and be mean, be tough, be you know you're not you're not a wimp, yeah. but maybe there's something about finding you know like being willing to be mean, mm. or not even to be mean in a way that's hurtful, but be willing to be meaner than you feel like is comfortable for you. Sometimes being mean is the most generous thing you can do, but it means that you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable position where you tell someone something they don't want to hear. And they're like, well, you're an asshole. You're mean. Why are you saying that? Because I love you because it's the truth and you're just going to have to deal with it. Right. Yeah. So I guess that was what I thought from the song is like something about, and I live in a small town that's dark and it's probably similar to Missoula in some ways. And it does bring out, it, you know, closeness brings out intimacy, but it can also bring out pettiness and drama and cruelty and prejudice and all of these things and rumors and gossip and all that stuff. And sometimes in order to like, I don't know, to put a stop to that, you have to be willing to be the target of it to, by, mm-hmm. say, by calling it out. So I don't know that I don't know if that's if that resonates for you, but that was the first thing that I wow. thought while I was listening to it. And so, come on into my multi-layered crazy house. <laughs> I'd never heard and before. We wheel of eight is we love eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did did that dawn on you? No, no. From it was, the beginning, it's, it's written. It was written as we love eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of uh, but of course, we want it to sound like. In fact, you're the only. You just. <laughs> Out, you're so mean. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> that was a secret. No, I've never told the audience that. All your songs are embedded with these amazing double entendres. I wasn't buying the whole thing about crispy and mean, and when you're saying that until just that moment. Yeah. Right? yeah. Evil. Pretty mean. I invite it. I invite it. It makes me feel comfortable. My, if someone's willing, not like cruelty, but if some like cruelty is what people do behind your back. Someone in front of your face saying, blah, 
Uh-huh. It's like, oh, okay, great. Now we we can play. Now we're <laughs> I'll say blah bag at you. Uh-huh. We're friends, right? Uh-huh. We'd spent years. We spent hours and thousands of miles saying blah to each other back hmm. and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we battled a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Damn that Celine Dion. Yeah. We had a we had a fight about Celine Dion. Oh. <laughs> I, I, think com- I compared the- him to Celine Dion, and he was so <laughs> angry. Really? <laughs> yes. How can that be an insult? Yeah. How can that not be an insult? <laughs> <laughs> I see how this started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I always like to end the show on a laugh, so let's end yeah, it there. All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. Hard lessons. lessons to learn children hard lessons to learn we all have hard lessons to learn children hard lessons to learn America built on bravery Thomas Jefferson's brain and slavery John Wayne's teeth and magic beanstalks and every celebrity who's ever needed detox Hard lessons to learn, children, hard lessons to learn, we all have hard lessons to learn, children, hard lessons to learn. Missoula, rape capital, if Time magazine says it, then it's factual. So many breweries, so much alcohol, it's hard to keep our peckers in our pants, we're like animals. myself I've had a lot of them hard lessons like King Solomon he was blessed with power and wisdom but in the end he lost his whole kingdom down hard lessons I can relate to these cold hard lessons hard lessons to learn children hard lessons to learn God, please stop these hard lessons. I'll do anything you want. Just stop these hard lessons. Martha Stewart and me are on our knees and we're begging for forgiveness. Please believe us. Whoa, Donald Sterling, Ray Rice. Last year they paid the same price. 
One acted sexist, one acted racist And nothing they can do can erase it Let's face this, lots of finger pointing Going around in this culture Make messy mistakes and out come the vultures And the eye fresh meat in the streets tonight May you without hunger take the first bite Come on, a hypocrites, heartless I'm a hypocrite, this is my confession Warlords have got some hard lessons I support war when I hoard my possessions And destroyers of the planet Heartless I destroy the planet through my daily transgressions A cocky cockazoids have got some hard lessons I'm a cockazoid as you can see by my complexion Hard lessons to learn Children Hard lessons to learn We all have Hard lessons to learn, children. Hard lessons to learn. Hard lessons to learn. We all have lessons to learn. We all have hard ass lessons to learn. We all have lessons to learn. We all have hard ass lessons to learn. to learn hard lessons yeah it's a good show <laughs>